We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, instead of buying new teak wood bath mats, I had to re-sand and stain them and there were like pubes in them and it was a windy day. I was in his backyard. I just remember the pubes hitting my mouth and me being like, I am making fucking $20 an hour for this. Eating a man's pubes. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar Corby. What's up? Our guest tonight, very special guest. Beautiful. My new dog, Miley. I mean, she's a babe. She's got great highlights, just good color all around. This podcast just got 10 times better. You know, everyone loves a podcast with a dog that they can't see, but I do feel like we have puppy energy. You know? We do. It's very fresh. youthful in here. That's yeah. very true. Uh, I've never felt older. I went to the VMAs this weekend. Yeah, how? Let's. We have a lot to talk about. Oh, we have a lot to talk about. But get into that first. So, uh, yeah, I went to the VMAs, and usually with Comedy Central, I wasn't that pumped to do red carpet stuff because it's always so hard to talk to celebrities. Yeah, there's always a bit. Yeah, they, and they know it, and their PR person knows it, so they their PR people will step in front of our booth and be like. And just keep Next. it moving. Yeah, keep it moving, mm. which was happening um, a lot. But I was able to reel some people in because I'd be like, and they didn't want to be rude. A lot of the artists didn't want to be rude. So oh, I'd be yeah. like, can, you, can I please talk to you? And they'd be like, okay. And then their PR person, one PR bitch poked me. And I was like, excuse. She was like, we need to move on. Because my bit was that the whole thing is funded by Elon Musk. Yeah. So that the winners and special guests get to go to space. And a lot of, almost everyone was like, oh, I didn't know that oh, it's funded by Elon Musk? I didn't know that. So they did look <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but as soon as I, as soon as they were like realizing like uh, Conor McGregor, I was like, are you ready to fight gravity? And he was like, gravity? What do you mean, gravity? <laughs> and I was like, you know, because this whole thing is funded by Elon Musk. He's like, no, I didn't know that. And he's like looking at his wife and he's like, did you know that? And then the PR person was like, we're, let's go, let's go. And <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. And then he looks at my mic, which is comedy. He goes, ah, Comedy Central. Okay. It took him a second. See, the thing is, like, why aren't they just paying attention from the get-go? I feel like if you're going to get got, at least, like, give yourself a half a second beforehand and kind of take stock of where you are. I've never been on a red carpet, so this is completely fair for me to judge on. Um, But, like, take stock of where you are. If you see Comedy Central, you're like, all right, I know what I'm about to get into, but then just have fun with it. If you don't want to seem dumb, maybe don't be dumb. Yeah, but I think that's hard for celebrities. I mean. You're asking a lot. I know. Because they say you mature at the age that, or you stop maturing at the age you get famous at. Yeah. 
but anyway, so I wasn't that excited. But then when I got there, because of COVID rules, they yeah. don't have a ton of PR people. Like you mm. have to be in a setup booth. It's all separated by glass, by or like plastic paint. Partition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a lot easier to be like, it wasn't like I was fighting to get their attention, which was nice. But a lot of people also ignored me. Yeah, well. Like Sean Mendez walked by and I was like, Sean. And this was the first celebrity I saw. He is so beautiful in person. Is he really? He is so gorgeous. He's like, he is a celebrity that like, I bet he walked into the record label and they were like, this guy's a star. Like yeah. he just exudes sexual energy. Yeah. They're like, even if he's not talented, we'll figure it out. And then they score it. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I literally was like, Sean. And he like turned around and I waved with my microphone. <laughs> Like, I was supposed to be like, who are you going to wear to space? I was like, Sean. Hi. Hi. And my boss just burst out laughing. He was like, Jesus, Hannah. That is so, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. Because he was the first celebrity that I really saw. So I was like, shit, can I do this? I mean, yeah, you needed to cut your teeth on someone. It probably would have been help, more helpful if it had been someone like Buster Rhymes, who seemed like the most intimidating person on that red carpet from what I saw. Uh, I mean, Buster Rhymes is like... Honestly, the older celebrities, it's like less intimidating because they know what they're doing. Yeah, they've been there like a billion times. Yeah, so they're used to it and they're used to like talking to people and just it's honestly like the newer celebrities that are just as nervous. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm saying the right thing. And because I'm nervous, it's like double nervous energy. Yeah. Plus, I didn't recognize we had faces of the celebrities mm -hmm. or the people who are performing and the guests and whatever. And it's like all these Gen Z fucking. Oh, yeah, that would be my biggest problem. Like. That's why anytime somebody like that is featured on like Dumois and they're like, oh, I saw this person. I'm like, I bet I've walked past that person 15 times. I have no fucking idea who half those. I know the names. Could not put a face to them if I tried. Oh, my God. No, it was like um, we had faces and names under it so we could recognize them when they came up. And yeah. me and my boss were like scrolling through the packet like, is it that person? And he's like, it might be that person. It was like we were like oh playing God. Clue. Madison Beer and Charlie D'Amelio. I'm like, who the fuck? Which one is which? Which one is which? And it's so hard to tell, too, because it's like their whole posse looks like them. Yeah. Like, do you watch uh, The Other Two? No. It's such a funny show. It's on HBO Max. It was a Comedy Central show, and I didn't watch it until it was an HBO Max show because I didn't know how, and I work <laughs> at Comedy Central. Um, but it's a show about basically Justin Bieber. Like, his name is Chase Dreams, mm -hmm. but the show is about his two older siblings that are kind of Oh, losers. wait, yeah, I remember. I think I've seen, like, a trailer or something for this. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, So um, the daughter becomes Chase Dreams' assistant, her mm -hmm. little brother's assistant, and then she goes to the hospital to do some event for him, and Pink's assistant is there, and she looks exactly like pink and I was watching that a week ago and I was like oh that's funny and then I literally at the VMAs their whole posse they all dress the same they look like them and it's because I think it's just if you're in someone's posse you like worship them I guess but I like I would almost feel like if you were the famous person you'd be so narcissistic that you're like no this is just a me thing like look completely different from me because I don't want anyone messing this up I think we just figured out what type of famous person I would be <laughs> You're like, don't copy me. Don't copy me. <laughs> it's the Skyler <laughs> show. You're just living in this world. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you want to have, you want to feel like you're making an impact, right? Like the Kardashians, everyone fucking looks like them. So yeah. everyone wants to feel like they're starting a trend. So you got to start it with your posse, I guess. 
I guess. It's like, how else are you going to make a nose ring that connects to your ear? How are you going to make that popular? Yeah. You got to start. You got to have you, your inner circle has to do it and then just walk around L.A. for like six hours. And they're like, I saw everybody doing it. Yeah, exactly. You get your assistant to wear a neck brace and you're like run errands all over L.A. <laughs> but it's Louis Vuitton. And everyone's like, oh, my God, have you seen that? L- yeah, I love that. It holds up your head like perfectly and you <laughs> never get a double chin. So it was cool, but it was like... Uh, I was nervous yeah yeah I was yeah and I was nervous too and what people don't realize either is like you get five seconds with these people so it's not like you can do this whole bit of like yeah you're not having a conversation you're literally asking that question yeah and that you might get one word answer yeah while they're walking by yeah um you know who's kind of a bitch is Debbie Ryan I can kind of see that so she's married to the 21 pilots drummer Mm mm-hmm and I, I, I was like, who are you wearing to space? And she, he was like, oh, what? And like tried to talk to me. And she looked me up and down and was like, we're going. And like pushed him to keep walking. I was like, okay, bitch, don't be mad at me just because you got a mullet, you know? Yeah. It's like, wear that to space. I feel like that would be the hardest part where you're just like, listen, I'm doing a fucking job. Just relax. Give me what I need and move on. You do it all day long. Have fun with the fact that somebody isn't asking you like, so like when's your next big project or like what's that? How's everything going? Be like, have fun with the fun thing for once. Yeah, exactly. And what pissed me off about Debbie Ryan being a bitch, I'm like, it's one thing if you're performing tonight and you're like in the zone and you don't yeah. really want to do a bit or Like whatever. you need to concentrate. But if the drummer for 21 Pilots, if he's interested in talking to me, why is this bitch like cock blocking my job? Yeah. I was like, damn, I must look really good if this bitch is not letting me talk to her there husband. There you go. Okay. And you did. That dress was perfect. So. Thank you. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. Work that. got it for me. So there you go. Even better. Trying to sell it on Poshmark if anyone wants it. Um, but no, it was cool. I, I'm trying to think of other celebrities that... Oh, I saw Courtney and Travis. They walked the red carpet. How was that? They're like wax figures walking. I was like, they are robots. Like, they didn't look at me. They, they, they no are, acknowledgement at all. Yeah, they are like the uh, Pope in a glass box, but they don't have the glass box. Yeah. They are that um, trained. But I'm like, who the fuck is Travis Barker? And Megan Fox, um, did you watch the VMAs at all? Of course not. Okay, yeah, because I forgot. You're 30. Um, so Megan Fox and... I did hear about this, the baby daddy thing. Yes. Yeah. Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian presented or introduced... Travis Barker and Machine Gun Kelly because Travis Barker plays drums for him. Yeah. And she was like, um, next up are our baby daddies. And the look on Kourtney Kardashian's face was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> like, God damn it. Yeah. I feel like she is not as. I think she's so done with being famous, but also is smart enough to know, like, that's her meal ticket. She's like, I don't really have anything else I can go do. So. Yeah, she's like, Poosh she is need not to. working yeah. out. Poosh is not goop. Now we found this out. So, yeah, I'm sure she was just like, great. She was in that movie, um, 10 Things I Hate About You, the remake. Or no, He's All He's That. He's All That. He's All That. Her acting was... Oh, you saw it. I started watching that movie. That is the point where I realized I needed a dog. Yeah. Is I was so lonely. I was watching She's All That. He's all that. He's, He's all, all that. that. It's a remake. It's new age. Yeah, I got ten minutes in, maybe fifteen. Whatever. I I cut out right after Courtney's scene. Her acting is like the room. Oh wow! Hi, Mark. <laughs> 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 like she answered the phone. <laughs> Wait, what is her role in it? Like, what's the equivalent? In so the old she's. Movie? Um. So the whole thing is like, what's her name? Madison. No, not Madison Beer. Addison Ray. Addison Ray is. Um. 
what the fuck an influencer oh weird and then her boyfriend cheats on her and she like throws shit at him and then that gets leaked so she loses all her followers and courtney's her manager and she's like hey doll hate to tell you this but because we should get uh andrea i was just gonna say <laughs> we should call we her andrea and have her do a right line read because i can't do it but it was like hey doll because you lost so many followers we can't sponsor you anymore and then she was gonna lose her scholarship or whatever but she's literally she a scholarship because she was an influencer in this movie oh wait wait, wait. is no, that a thing no 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 my bad I fucked that up. She was paying for college through oh. her influencer money, oh, but because okay. she got it she all didn't cut, have any influencer money, then uh, she was not going to be able to pay for college. Mm. And Courtney was like, "Sorry, girl." And she was on a Peloton while reading her lines. Clearly, they were like, "All right, she's so bad at acting. We just need to have her be doing something else, so yeah. it's a little distracting." And even then, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this bitch gets a fucking role in a movie." It's just so frustrating as someone who's trying to break into the industry of like seeing that and being like. So there was no one else. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. You know, I auditioned for a meatball last week, a voiceover of a meatball. And then I auditioned for, I had a voiceover audition to be a stepmom that was a whale. And I didn't get either of them. And so to see Kourtney Kardashian just fucking tearing it up on this Netflix movie, it's upsetting. I, yeah. I mean, it's upsetting and I'm not even trying to be an actress. So I can imagine what it would be like if uh, I was and I saw all of that. It's just personally upsetting because I'm like, I'm embarrassed that this is even happening. Well, she was also just sounds like she was playing herself. She was playing herself. I mean, like her name wasn't the same, but uh, it was like... It was Courtney with a C, you mean? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was Caitlin, actually. Um, they were basically like, can you just say this line? Can you read this? We know you're the only one that went to college, so we have a pretty good feeling about this. But it was Arizona State, so <laughs> we're kind of fucked here. Yeah, we're paying for what we're getting here, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were just like, read the fucking line. I, I imagine the lines were on her Peloton screen. <laughs> oh, easily, yeah. Um... So, yeah, at the awards when she was presenting, it was kind of she did seem a little uncomfortable, but I would be, too, because it's like I think it, it's it got to be hard for your kids, even if you see your mom happy. It's probably really hard to see your mom being like, these are our future baby daddies. Their mm-hmm. kids are like, what? Are you having a kid with him? Yeah. Like, are like, you, it's confusing. Yeah. And I'm like, did a writer write that or did Megan Fox just kind of go off the rails? I would guess she just kind of went for it. I feel like Megan... Fox doesn't really give a fuck. I think like she's also just really enjoying the fact that she's relevant again. Like she had Jennifer's body and then she was just kind of around for a few years while she was married to Brian Austin Green. Still hot. Like she was always just hot, which was great. Yeah. Like good for her. She's only 35. I know. That's wild to me. Because I feel like she's been famous my entire life. Same. So, But I also feel like she was always like 27. Yeah. I mean, she was also a bad actress. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why they're friends, obviously. They bonded, for sure. The most talented person in that foursome is Travis Barker by Leaps and Bounds. I kind of like Machine Gun Kelly shit. I'm not a big fan. How old is he? I'm going to guess 28. Uh, he's 31. Oh, wow. Yeah, he just... Um, so she's not really... I thought there was a much bigger like, gap there. Yeah, I did too, actually. I thought um she was a lot older but i think it's just because she's been famous for a lot longer yeah and you know machine gun kelly like jacked off to her as a kid definitely even if you get famous you're still gonna idolize someone who was famous before you or who you looked up to for sure so 
he's probably like, holy shit, I'm dating Megan Fox. And it's like, yeah, dude, it's not 2001, but cool. Yeah. And she's dating you too. So maybe just be cool for a second. Yeah. I was looking up the drama between her and Brian Austin Green, Megan Fox and her ex-husband. Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't want to be judgmental because my mom was very mad at me for putting a photo of myself in my underwear on my Instagram. And I was like, that's mean. Yeah. And then Megan Fox dresses like she does. And I'm like, but she's a whore. <laughs> so I feel like it's a little hypocritical, whatever. But I do find it a little odd to be like acting that way when you have kids and like it clearly upsets like, why does she have her tongue out licking his tongue? Like, yeah. Like, I can't imagine. I feel like your marriage really has to just have been absolute shit to act like that afterwards. And I think that with any relationship, like anytime somebody goes for the whole like needing attention thing, which is what that is, which sometimes it's valid and that's fine. Or maybe you're just like getting what you weren't getting out of the relationship. But if you're a 35 year old woman and you're just like in the news every day it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of it where it's just like, are you just doing this because you're like trying to be vindictive? And it, yeah, you have little kids at home. And it's like, this is so fresh. Like they literally got a divorce this year and she's like licking another man. Like, yeah, it just feels very, yeah, like vindictive. Yeah. So yeah. And then it would be like, okay, like what happened? But at the same time, you're also just like, no, it's not. It's just, it's Hollywood. And again, I think like she's got some relevancy with somebody who is a little more relevant or was a little more relevant than she is. It's just like the novelty of the fact that it's Megan Fox. And you're like, yeah, you've been fucking famous forever. You're still hot. I like, think that's how, I think we're all just like mystified by it. I know. And that's the thing is like, obviously, you know, I have a podcast. So, you know, I'm a, so we kind of know how it feels. Yeah, exactly. We have a we have a solid listenership. Um, no, but like I think about how I do stand up and like I want to be an actress. And so like to be successful fame does come with that but I do have moments where I'm like oh god like I do not want to be famous like I just I'm like looking into going to grad school for directing because I'm like I just think being famous there's like of course it's it's got to be nice to have people doing things for you but eventually like fame is so fleeting mm-hmm. that like it's like you know when you peak you know or and it's hard. or you don't which is even scarier when you're like no I'm still almost there and everyone's like no no it's over for it, you. it was over like eight years ago yeah well that's why I think it's important to have a family and not just be obsessed with your career because it could go at any moment but um I don't know Megan Fox is a prime example of like it's kind of scary to be famous because she's so clearly obsessed with that yeah she really needs to be famous and I mean, the Kardashians, too. I feel like everybody knows that. But then you have the people on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, think of somebody like a Hillary Duff. If Hillary Duff or Courtney Kardashian, if either of them were walking down a red carpet, who do you think is more likely to stop and, like, chat with you? Actually, Hillary Duff, a cunt. Really? Yes. She came into our office and she had three bodyguards. And no my way. coworker got in the elevator with her, not realizing who she was. And the security guard was like, no, you have to get out. Like, she doesn't like people sharing a um, elevator with I her. I never would have guessed that. Okay, I know, bad right? example. I know. It was so shocking. And I was so disappointed to hear that because I love Hilduff. I'm such a fan of her. But then I said, did she say something? And she was like, no, her security guard was immediately like, like get out. And I'm like... Maybe he just does that because, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, it is interesting. So but yeah, then I have no idea. Exactly. You never fucking know never who. Know. 
my friend i might have said this on this podcast so if you've heard this stop me but my friend when i i'm I actually i'm not really good for, we were friends in an improv class like 10 years ago so i is she a friend a person that i once knew yeah i don't even somebody know that knew. you used to know basically an ex um told me that so she was interviewing to be personal assistants mm. and they don't tell you who the person is when you before you show up because they don't want people like they don't want fans they don't want up. stalkers yeah. exactly so it's like it's like anonymous whatever and the first person she ever was an assistant for was court or the, it's always a trial run which i was a personal assistant to you always do a trial run to see if you can handle it yeah she shows up and it's courtney kardashian's she was her third assistant, so she spent the whole day organizing her pantry and then shredding photos of her and Lamar Odom. That was her job for the day. Oh, for clothes? Oh, wait, we have talked about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so she left and was like, yeah, I'm not doing that for $10 an hour. Like, absolutely not. This girl went to Brown. She was like, no. Um, but then the second person she went to was Jared Leto. Oh, my God. And she said he was great. She didn't know who it was because she showed up and it was like a really shitty car in the driveway. Like <laughs> it was like she was like, OK, where the fuck am I? And it was Jared Leto and he pays great and was like a super nice guy and everything she was doing that day. Like he had her do errands and stuff, but it wasn't like like it wasn't like bitch work. You're like, OK, like this is what you'd expect an, yeah. an assistant to do. Like, and as an assistant, you do a bunch of bitch work. Like I was an assistant for a director who was a total nightmare and he had me sand his teak wood bath mats and restain oh. which by the way I looked up are only a hundred dollars each yeah so he's so cheap and he had a lot of money like he owned a house in the hills and bought the house next door has a vacation home like he's very wealthy but he had me I guess that's why he's wealthy because he he knows how to save that money <laughs> yeah instead of buying new teak wood bath mats I had to re-sand and stain them and there were like pubes in them and it was a windy day I was in his backyard I just remember the pubes hitting my mouth and me being like I am making fucking $20 an hour for this yeah. eating a man's pubes eating teak pubes you know people have things to say about prostitutes and then I'm like you know what I would rather do fuck someone for money I would rather be sucking a dick than eating someone's pubes yeah. that have been attached to a bath mat for six months yeah anyway um so I guess what I'm saying is you never know. Like, right. I wouldn't know if I would imagine Jared Leto would be. I guess he seems like pretty cool. But like, I think he seems chill, just like very out there. So I would be afraid you wouldn't really know what you would get. It would either be great or it would be terrifying because you'd be like going on missions to Mars or something. Yeah, exactly. It was funny um, at my show at the stand, which no one came to. Thanks, guys. Um, it's Wednesdays. Next one is October 13th. We actually had Jim Gaffigan pop in. He was like, can nice. I do a set? And I was like, yeah. Uh, I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Please. Please. For the <laughs> love of God. But anyway, he had this joke where he was like, people are always surprised when comedians do something weird or do something that's unsettling mm -hmm. when it's like our career is getting on stage and begging people to like us yeah like obviously we're doing weird shit and I just thought that was a funny way to think about it is like yeah I do stand up because I wasn't asked to prom yeah. you know like this could have been solved really quick years ago yeah we could have stopped this before it started but here we are Hannah could be working in finance or like I think I'd probably magazine editor or something I don't know I always said maybe a lawyer because I just love to to piss people off yeah so yeah i'd be a corporate lawyer there you go <laughs> just dream um, big yeah exactly but i don't know i'm like i would be a corporate lawyer if i wasn't doing comedy as if i've ever read a book 
the only books I ever read were self-help in rehab. So <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, I would be a lawyer. Um, I failed ceramics in college. I probably wouldn't be a lawyer. <laughs> I would be working in PR. I would be um, a mother is what I want. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's the hardest job, Hannah. Everybody knows it. We just don't talk about it enough. Honestly, I've had this dog for, what, six hours? Please don't eat her. It's Being okay. a mom is the hardest job in the fucking world. Being a dog mom, very hard. Miley, you've already peed on my carpet three times. Um, back to the VMAs, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know any of these people. I do feel old. Oh, yeah, I would feel old. Well, that I think that was the main reason I didn't have an interest in watching. Like, I don't know any music videos anymore because I don't watch TV. Uh, or I don't watch, like, live TV. Give me Gilmore Girls all day long. And then it was the same kind of thing with the Met Gala. Like, number one, I did not understand. The th- or I understood the theme. I'm it's not America. sure everyone else understood the theme. I Every year, the Met Gala, though, the theme is, like, something so generic. like. But at least rich. sometimes it, like, makes sense. This was one was year? so ambiguous. Last year, I don't think they had it because of COVID. Oh, right. But, like, they've had it before where people show up and you're like, okay, even if I don't quite get the theme, I can see the theme and I'm a visual learner. I can figure this shit out. And this one was just like a free-for-all. Like, it just seemed like it was America. And I don't know if that meant, like, American designers, which I think it was supposed to, or, like, patriotism, or the Wild West. Like, it seemed to be all over the place. And none of it made sense. And I didn't think anyone really looked that good. Yeah. I can't imagine Anna Wintour is happy today. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I love Dan Levy. Oh, yeah. His outfit. Dan Levy looked like the shit's creeper. That's exactly, yeah. I was like, are you making fun of yourself here? Maybe he was. I mean, maybe that was part of it, but like, how is that America? Was he a globe? I don't even know. See, that's the thing. Like, I mean, maybe this is part of it too. Maybe the fact that we're talking about it at all is extremely American. We don't understand something, but we're going to obsess about it for hours and hours. Okay, here it goes. Dan Levy explains the powerful meaning behind his Met Gala look. And that's the other thing, like, should it have to be explained or how does this work? It was two men kissing each other. So now I feel bad um, saying I didn't love it, but I didn't love the sleeves. OK, I don't it wasn't about the message. Um, uh, an image of two men kissing. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck. Named after the homophobic cartoon. Okay, so it was for queer visibility, and now I feel like an asshole. However. <laughs> no, I got that part. I think it was more I just like. I didn't know it was two men kissing. I saw it from I far saw that. Away. I just didn't get the sleeves. It was like a map. I do think, yeah, I guess the sleeves are the globe. He looked like a globe. I didn't even notice the two men kissing. It had it been just two men kissing, I would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's great. But with the globe in the sleeves, I literally thought he was a globe. And I was like, that's not America. That's not shaped like America. America isn't shaped like two men kissing. This I is mean, confusing for an ignorant bitch. It might as well. If it were just shaped like two men, I'd be like, no, that sounds pretty fucking American. Two men kissing. I mean, in New York, 1,000%, that's America. In the Midwest, you just have to do it either in a church or behind closed doors. And then that's still America. What I'm saying is there are a lot of secret gays. Yeah, no, no, I got that one. <laughs> it's interesting living in the West Village because, like, um, I never thought it was weird to see two men kissing or two women kissing yeah. ever. But, like, it's just such an every, like, I see it all the time now. I yeah. see it more so now that I live in West Village. I never know if I'm looking too long, but I don't want to, like, look away. But now I'm like, well, I don't want to stare. But right. I don't want to look away immediately. Like, it's bad. 
So now I have this anxiety, like I come across like too accepting, like you're trying to be too obvious about the fact that you're an yeah, ally. Like, like, I love this. I love what you guys are doing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I've, Keep I've, going, brothers. Hey, I've eaten pussy. I'm just <laughs> looking away because uh, I have intimacy issues. It has nothing to do with the fact that both of you are men. See, that's the t-shirt you should wear. And then they can just stare at you a little bit longer, too. And everyone's doing it. One of those long written out t-shirts. Yeah. Hey, don't worry, guys. I've eaten pussy. But <laughs> I'm looking away if you're kissing. Not because I'm a homophobe, but because I don't like intimate moments. I'm cool with it. You're cool with it. But this is just like my problem. But we're all cool with it. And it's all good. Like It's like moves to the back. Yes. You just have it going down a pant leg. That's my merch. Yeah. <laughs> Get that ready for Pride next year. You are golden. <laughs> I'm gonna make money off queer culture. That's how. That's how I'm gonna help. I mean, if, if there's ever a way to get canceled, it's just by trying to be as much of an ally as possible and having it backfire on you. So, that's America. That's what you wear to the Met Gala. Well, it's funny. I had this video on TikTok where I was doing stand up and like I was standing back. I have it on my Instagram where my knees up, so I'm like yeah. leaning back. I got a lot of views on TikTok, and a lot of people are like, "I just have a hard time believing this girl likes men." <laughs> <laughs> It was like lesbian TikTok coming after me. I was like, what up, ladies? <laughs> I was like, who said I didn't like women? That's what I commented. There you go. Only the hot ones. <laughs> yeah. Though. Show me your pick. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Today on Instagram, he might be listening to this. So sorry, uh, Pascal. Okay. Anyway, this guy on Instagram was like, I'd hit it. He responded to my story. His Instagram had Pascal and Noah in it. And I thought it was for Pascal Jones in that store, Noah the clothing store Noah Mm -hmm. and his photo was just a shadow of him at the beach it was like father of Pascal Pascal and Noah I don't even know it was something like that I probably shouldn't give away his Instagram whatever so I was like oh maybe this guy's like hot because he shops at Noah and eats at Pascal Jones so I was like how do I know if you're hot he's like you could follow me and find out so I followed him he has two sons one is named Noah and one is named Pascal Mm. Um, how old are the sons? Like ten. Okay, and so this not guy's hot like yet. older, and he's not hot, and so he's like texting. He's like, "Oh, you don't think I'm hot, do you?" And I'm like, "I'm just not gonna respond anymore." Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that this is going to go well. Wow, so. I just yeah, in my head, I pictured a guy in finance who wears Noah and eats at Pascal Jones, <laughs> and uh, what an eye opening! Oh yeah. And I was like, sorry, you don't live in New York. So uh, he's like, that's not it. You don't think I'm hot. And I'm like, do you really want me to answer this? Yeah. Do you? Those are the people that are just like, women are just all the same and they all suck. I'm like, okay, like, you're right. That's exactly what it is. This has nothing to do with the fact that you are a 42 year old who has like a project manager and has been for 15 years. And you live like, I don't even know where he lives, but he doesn't live close. like fucking Bay Ridge. And he has three kids. He has another kid. Yeah. Get off of Instagram and go... (laughs) Stop trying to pull a Megan Fox and go be a parent to your children. How about that, please? Yeah, don't. If you have three children, one of them being a daughter, don't say I'd hit it on Instagram to a girl. See, there you go. That's what you should have responded. Yeah, maybe I will respond. Um, But I just hit fifteen point eight thousand followers, and so I didn't want to lose him because I didn't want to go back down to point seven. (laughs) So I had to play the game a little. Um, This is this is my life. (laughs) Oh my god! So. Two things, actually. Um, So I'm back on Bumble just because, you know, I was off the dating apps and then I was spending too much money online shopping. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be toxic no matter what. Um, So I was talking to this guy on Bumble. I don't know what you're talking about. It wasn't like a memorable conversation. And all of a sudden I get 
a notification that he had unmatched me. It says, instead of just going away, it goes into like a ghost figure. And it says, looks like Ryan ended the chat. They weren't feeling it this time. But now you can find someone else who is. Someone with a lot of self-confidence started working at Bumble and it's like, guys, this is a great idea. But if he had just gone away, I probably would have forgot we were even talking or I would have assumed he like met someone or something. Yeah. Why the fuck does Bumble feel the need they need to tell me that? I don't know. Oh, and then, so Ryan did it. And then I get another one. Michael ended the chat. He's not feeling it this time. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? It's a literally a normal, actually, I got to be honest. The one, uh, <laughs> the conversation uh, with Ryan was about hot dogs. Because he said, no one loves vendor hot dogs as much as I do. And I said, I bet I do. And he was like, really, Hannah? When was the last time you had a vendor hot dog? And I was like, okay, like a year and a half ago. But like, I was just trying to make conversation yeah. and he ended the chat so that guy's a fucking weirdo that guy takes hot dogs very seriously like he's mad i don't eat vendor hot dogs he's mad that you don't like voluntarily have ibs no thank you yeah my cousin also read me this crazy stat or read me this crazy stat she told me about this crazy stat that i don't know where she got it but it was uh a hot dog one hot dog takes 36 days off your life that's what she said and i was like there's no way it takes 36 days and then she was like, maybe it's 36 hours, but still. That's a lot. That's a lot. For someone who likes hot dogs, mainly in the summertime, like I'm just killing myself year by year. I'm also like, how did they figure that out? Yeah, that's very specific. It, was it a hot dog eating contest person that lived till, you know what I mean? Like I those mean, people that are, hasn't been going on long enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How did they equate that? It's like a saw where the, where the clock kind of changes. <laughs> Anyway, he ended the chat and then Michael ended the chat and I was like, I started to lose my... Uh, what were you talking about with Michael? Liter- Hamburgers? Literally nothing. We were just like, hey, what's up? What's up? And he was like, oh, I'm riding my bike. I was like, oh, where are you headed? Where are you headed to? And then he didn't, wasn't feeling the chat. Hmm. But like, it's so early. I'm like, there's no way they Google me that early on. In the- no, I, I don't think it's anything like that. I think that's just people being weird and just kind of playing the game and doing whatever or just being bored. I don't know. I don't yeah. think that really has anything to do with you. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't take it personally, you know, for more than all day. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I just I I didn't really think about it other than not sleeping last night, but um, haven't thought about it at all. And I mean, thank God we're not talking about it now. But also another thing happened this week, which I'm kind of embarrassed by. I got to be honest. Uh Um, So I have been there's a guy who went to my college who's so hot and we have a lot of mutual friends. We were the same year. And he was in a frat that, like, a lot of my friends were in and, like, our sorority did everything with. Mm. But we never met in college. And then, like, he started following me on Twitter. He started following me on Instagram. I followed him back because he's hot. Of course. And we've been DMing for, like, a year. And, like, not a lot, but, like, pretty flirty. And then things, like, really picked up. He was, like, DMing me a lot um, in, like, April. And I was still dating at the time but I was being so mean that I was like I'm gonna start answering these DMs (laughs) like I wasn't really answering and then as I started getting yelled at as I was getting yelled at for uh putting my backpack on a chair I was like yeah I'm just gonna focus on the DMs I'm sending I'm gonna focus on people being nice to me (laughs) yeah exactly I'm gonna soak this one up um but then you know I went to rehab so things kind of died down but lately they've been picking back up again he's been DMing me a lot back and forth pretty flirty and so I have this wedding in Cancun that I'm going to in December. Amazing. And I basically have a plus one to yeah. this wedding. 
And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking ask him because yeah. like he knows people going to the wedding, like people in his fraternity, our age are going. A lot of USC people are going, people who he like knows and is at least friendly with. So it wouldn't be that weird. And it's just like a fun weekend in Cancun. He doesn't even live in New York. He lives in L.A. So it's not like I'm asking him to like it would mean like, it. Meet me there exactly yeah so i sent him a voice note on saturday i was like hey uh this is might be weird but i think this could be really fun if you want to come he just didn't answer he completely ghosted me and i felt so weird about it and you know what i was like you know what he might be like this is too much i don't want to do that which totally fine yeah i get it that's cool but to not respond is like pretty crazy to me yeah and he had sent me a message the night before he had dm me a message the night before and what day was this? Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. I don't like things like that always bother me just because like it's like, OK, I think clearly the answer is no. But uh, I mean, clearly the answer is no. But it's also just like at the very least honor it with something like, oh, I wish I could. I can't, I'm going out. I have another wedding that weekend. Like, what are the odds? But that sounds so fun. Have a great time. Tell blah, blah. Hi. Easy. Like we just lied for him and it was very kind and made me feel good. Yeah. So like one time we were DMing and I felt like I sent something too aggressive because <laughs> he was in New York and I was gonna be like, where are you like whatever. But he was like with family and stuff. And so I unsent it. But I didn't realize it. This is the fucking thing of Instagram. If you unsend a message, they, it alerts them. Yeah. Which is like, what's the fucking point of unsending it? That's worse almost. Because now if someone unsends a message, I'm like, well, what'd you say? That was so what bad. What did you say? What did you do? So I unsent it before he saw it. I was going to ask him to hang out then. And then I was like, eh, like, maybe that's too much. Like, maybe he has plans. And then I felt like weird about it. Um, I was like recently back in New York and I was just like going through a lot. So I was like, yeah. I don't want this reject. Like, I couldn't handle the rejection. Yeah, it wasn't then. the time. Yeah. So I unsent it and he was like, wow, you unsent a message. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, pretty bold. Uh, so like in my voice note, asking him to Cancun, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll unsend this. And so yesterday I unsent it didn't say anything hmm. and I was like Jesus Christ that is I mean it's obviously a rejection but I'm like I don't know I even talked to my brother about it because he was here this weekend and I was like from a guy's perspective like am I a weirdo because I was like a little like oh was that like so crazy to ask but I didn't think it was because we have mutual friends I was gonna say like if he was gonna know people there like that's just easy and it is not, not like I don't ever like giving people an out but it does kind of give an out where it's like, hey, like, you'll know people there. This is going to be super fun. Like, come with me. But like, you can also go off and do your own thing because you'll have friends. Like, it'll it, it'll be a cool opportunity to catch up with people you might not have seen recently. Yeah. Like, I just didn't think of it. It wasn't like it was like a family wedding no. or something. It no, was it would like, be it would. I would have a different reaction to this if this were like your brother's wedding and you're like I just think it'd be really fun if you wanted to like come with me because like it might be a cool thing to do no that would be a little much but this is just like oh you know people like and you're I, friends with these people and like I said it's Liz's wedding um so like a lot of USC people I think it'd be like fun if you came so I was like when he didn't answer it was less the fact that it's a clear rejection but more the fact of like again it's more like is he gonna tell people that we have mutual friends with that i'm a fucking weirdo but like also i'm like well they're gonna be like yeah it's hannah she is a fucking weirdo <laughs> like she's weird so i just like got in my head and i asked my brother and i was like from a guy's point of view is this so weird and he was like no i mean he's gonna fuck off if he's weirded out by it he'll just stop messaging you 
And if he's weirded out by it, he should fuck off. Because, like, what's the point of DMing someone back and forth if you're never going to... Like, we've never met. It would be... I guess that is a lot. <laughs> I said that in the voice and I was like, you know, it'd just be like a fun weekend, no pressure. But now that I'm saying that out loud, maybe it is a lot. So if it's a no, I totally understand. But it was, like, very casual. Yeah. Um, But to not respond is, like, pretty hurtful. Yeah. I guess, like... If uh, he thinks I'm weird, it's easier than like keep damning him for another year and yeah. like never meeting. Like, because then it just because it does become a thing after a while. If it's like, what are we doing this for then? Just to like have a pen pal. And I think sometimes that's comforting to people to be like, oh, this is really low stakes and this is all it is. But it also like when you're normal and you're like, no, like I want to have a conversation with someone that I could potentially meet and hang out with in person like nobody really wants a cyber best friend and that's the other thing like I have guy friends that I've met who will dm me and will dm back and forth a little bit and I know it's not like a thing because yeah. I'm like we've met we know our relationship but if a guy I don't know is dming me and we're having like pretty if we're having flirty conversations yeah that is so different we don't have a base relationship yeah. there's no friendship there I'm not friends with you yeah so like what you're weirded out that I'm like come to this weekend to see if you want to maybe hook up. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt very uh, I felt like a fucking weirdo for like um, actually until I talked to my brother and I was like well my brother would be honest because my brother's like Hannah you're a fucking weirdo. I don't think it's weird. I think you did everything like you called out what it would have been. You called out the fact that he might know people there which I think is normal and cool. I think you also called out the fact that it might be a little bit much and you're like, hey, if that's the case, like, no worries. I we get it because you would if he was like, oh, honestly, that might be a little like too intense, but I'm really enjoying just like talking to you. There's a lot of things he could have just said. He literally just needed to say something. And by not saying anything, that's when like I don't ever like it when somebody does something like that and everyone's automatically like, oh, like what a douchebag. Because it's like, well, maybe not, but you don't really help yourself out by saying zero things. So... The first, like, 48 hours, I was like, maybe he's, like, thinking about it. Yeah. And then now I'm like, oh, no, he just, like, for It's just sure. a no. But, like. Um, it's just a no. It could have been a nicer no than the way he did it. Or just, a nor- like, he could have normalized the no by just saying anything. Then you can keep on with the conversation. It's not like it's happening tomorrow. And it's not like you asked him in, like, November. Like, this was also a courtesy thing where you're like, hey, like, if this is what you want to do, FYI, if you want to plan this, let's get on top of it. But yeah, I don't know. I like my whole thing. I have a big problem uh, just with adults. And by that, I mean anyone really over the age of 27. I don't think anyone below that's actually an adult. Um, but like not being able to talk about things like a normal fucking human being, but then getting really upset and talking about it in any other medium except for through like with the person. Yeah, I hate it. I think it's so obnoxious and I think it's really immature and it's like not cute and it's not you funny. You mean like how I'm not talking to him about how I hurt my feelings, but how I'm breaking. No, but, but like, I'm mostly talking you about didn't it. do the weird thing. He did the weird thing by not saying anything. Yeah, like I guess. So what you're saying is what drives you crazy is if he's like. By not responding. Yeah. Like if somebody asks you a question, you answer that question. Unless that question is something gross or really inappropriate or rude or something like that. What you asked him was none of those things. So be a fucking grown man and answer the question that somebody asked you. It was a yes or no. All he needed to do was say, yeah, I'd like to go or no, thanks. Not my thing. Fine. Like if he had said no, we might still be having this conversation, but at least you had a direction to go with it. 
right now you're just like, well, what? Okay. Well, if he had said no, I actually don't know if I'd be talking about it because I'm like, well, I just got rejected. You know what I mean? But this is, um, and I'm not so much trying to talk shit about this guy. I'm mostly saying like, I, I don't know. I felt like a weirdo and I felt like maybe I was like too aggressive or whatever. But I'm like, I look back at our DMs and I'm like, he does the I don't know. It's like, I don't understand the point of DMing a girl like maybe once. You know what I mean? Like if it had just been one time. Yeah. But like to DM like pretty consistently and then be like, oh, yeah, I have no interest in you. I just DM you. Yeah, because it's like, what's the I'm, fucking end game? What's the end game? And we have no established we have no established relationship. Yeah. I, I just don't get the point of that. I don't get it either. I don't know. Maybe he just like, maybe he just thinks, I'm like, maybe he just thinks I'm funny. And I'm like, but no, because I'm a woman. So there's no <laughs> way that's true. That's not it. Um, well, I asked my, before I asked him, I asked my guy friend, my neighbor who I'm hooking up with, because we were just friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, so this guy like DMs me and like, we've never met. I li- explained him the situation before I asked the DM guy to Cancun. I asked the guy I'm hooking up with what it means if a guy's dming you because i wanted to know i'm like do you think he's interested in hooking up with me yeah and he was like yeah for sure he wants to hook up i'm like you don't think he's interested in being friends and he was like why would any guy be interested in being your friend <laughs> i was like you're my friend he's like yeah but we hook up <laughs> he gets he, a benefit out of it exactly yeah, exactly yeah. and he's like and we've met in person he's like i'm not dming a random girl consistently that's so weird nobody needs conversation that badly like call your mom if you really need to talk to somebody but dm somebody and have a purpose in mind for it and i think about like celebrities or like singers that i like mm-hmm. like male singers like actually i would love to be tovlo's friend but she's a girl yeah like i I don't know. Like, I, I don't respect anyone's craft enough to be like, oh, I'm just I'm just DMing them because I want to get to know them for their craft. You know, like I like Lanny, Lanny, that <laughs> I like him so much. I don't even know how to pronounce <laughs> it. But, you know, <laughs> you know, that band, those yeah. guys, I would never DM them and be like, tell me about your core. Hey, buds. Yeah, exactly. I don't even but because I, I don't know what they look like. So I don't know if I want to have sex with them. Exactly. What I'm saying is like, I, I just felt like such I kept having waking up in a cold sweat like oh my god <laughs> it felt like I was in a movie and kids were like <laughs> I don't think it's that embarrassing so I don't think you need to do that because like you've done worse <laughs> oh yeah thanks Skylar thanks for keeping me humble yeah I'm a lot creepier that's the thing that pisses me off is like I've been a weirdo for sure but I hate that this situation makes me feel like a weirdo when I'm like no dude you're messaging me yeah. You followed me first. Yeah. We don't live in the same state. We're not fucking friends. So what are you doing? I just let that one go by the wayside. It's annoying, but. My brother was like, you should have just texted it. It's too bad you didn't text it because then you should have texted him like four days later. Like, actually, I found another guy. Thanks, though. Um, <laughs> oh, never mind. Sorry. This was an exploding offer. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you lost the sweepstakes. <laughs> Basically. But I think I just I'm not going to say anything. No, I would just let it go. Yeah. It's annoying. Which is like the mature thing to do and something that I'm, I'm not really, that's not really my forte. Like, I don't like being the bigger person here. Right. Like, I would love to say something like, dude, what the fuck? But then I'm like, not worth it. I mean, we all have those moments. I like to think I'm the bigger person majority of the time, but I've had a few what the fuck moments recently and I just, I'm like, we're just going to let those roll. 
You're like, I'm engaged, baby. That's what I felt in the moment. Yeah, it didn't. nothing matters anymore. I can do whatever I want, like a true Karen. You know, no. So what you're saying is the invitation is still open for someone to go to Cancun with you in December. Exactly. So exactly. people should slide into the DMs and jump on this because what's his name lost out? Yeah, what's his name? Literally, what is your name? I don't know you. We've never met. <laughs> I... Uh, that's the thing is like my guy friend in Seattle the one who like asked me to do this podcast and has bailed twice he was like I think I should go with you I think we should get married and then literally he's the flakiest person ever (laughs) I'm like this is what he's like why have we never been together like why are we getting married I'm like because you're like I'll call you back in 15 minutes and I don't hear from you for two weeks and he's like well okay yeah that one's on me I'm like that one I mean he sounds like a lot of people's husbands I know so there's that yeah exactly well that's the thing and like uh my neighbor who I'm hooking up with Oh, because he knows the girl getting married. He worked with her at Amazon. I was like, oh, I'm going to their wedding. And he was like, oh, my God, can I be your plus one? Like, ask me to go. And I was like, actually, yeah, sure, if you want to be. And he was like, actually, that's too much. Like, I just feel like we're not dating. And I was like, okay, you ask me, dude. Also fine. It's like, just, why, why are you trying to put this on me? Like, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, I honestly don't need to bring anyone. But it, it it's just like, I don't know, it's... Weddings are romantic. It's Mexico. It's a really dope resort. Like, it'd be fun to go with a guy. It'd be fun to go. Yeah, exactly. That's the part that I'm so confused by. I'm like, you were getting to go to Mexico. It was like like an all-inclusive resort. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I think I said that. (laughs) I go, wow, I'm really selling this like like it's like a timeshare. Um, (laughs) But it's true. And it's like, I would be doing wedding duty shit. So you can like do shit during the day. I don't know. But on the other end, I do understand that, like, for guys, it's like, oh, my God, this is, like, a huge commitment. But then I've heard people say, sometimes guys just think of vacation's a vacation. He doesn't think anything more. And if you do, then you're... And I'm like, so then what the fuck? I've... Yeah, I've been in many situations where I definitely overthought it. I'm like, this means, like, a lot. And uh, the person that I was on the trip with was just like, oh, I just needed to invite someone. I'm like, sick. Thank you. Thank you for making me be that person. I mean, and that's the thing is like, if you're going to be that person, I think it should be known if it's like, hey, I guess that would be a bad lead up if it was like, hey, Skylar, want to just be that person for me? But if it was like, hey, I mean, depending on the person, depending on the time in my life, like you get me when I'm 23 or 24. Yes, that the answer was always yes. And that's when a lot of those things happened. You get me when I'm like 28. And if Ryan had said like, hey, like, this doesn't mean anything, but I need someone to go. Like, just so you know, this is not going to be anything. I'd be like, fuck off. Like, no, I'm not going. Find somebody else, but don't. Yeah. But I don't want to go. Yeah, it's like you have to establish the relationship before you go on a trip and establish what it is, and it's pretty clear. Yeah, if you know that you're both there for just a good time, but it's easiest to ask the person that you're already hooking up with, then yes, you should invite them to go to a cabin with six other people they don't know. It was still a wonderful time. I made a lot of friends. I'm still friends with a lot of them on Instagram now. As long as all parties know what's going on. Um, I then it's fun. Th- it's fun. I, I guess I'm just pretty appalled that a 30-year-old man just did not respond to an invite that's like a pretty loaded invite. Yeah. But again, was a yes or no question. That's all. Yeah, exactly. You just needed to say yes, I can or no, I can't. Maybe make up a lie if you're feeling frisky. But a no is an answer, but it's better than a nothing. A nothing is like such a slap in the face. Yeah, it's just rude. It's rude. Not answering somebody is rude. Everybody get it through your head. It's rude to not answer somebody. Truly. I just upset the puppy for that. So yeah, literally Miley's pissed. Um, so if anyone wants to go to Cancun, hit me up. 
but you have to be a guy and you have to not have two children and make it confusing for me on Instagram to understand. Um, did you see that Britney Spears deleted her Instagram? She did? Yeah, she deleted it today. No. Everyone's like, bring back the conservatorship. Oh, my God. I think what happened is um, because, you know, my friend was she worked on Carpool Karaoke. She was a producer of Carpool Karaoke. And she said when Britney came on, um, Britney had no access, like was given limited access to the Internet. They controlled everything she looked at. So like they'd be like, oh, well, you know, like leave Britney alone. And she was like, no. And like certain like references to her in pop culture she didn't know because she was so guarded from the internet god and she's like a communist china no literally my friend was like it was so sad she was like what like had no idea and then her people were like don't talk about that so she was so guarded and i think that someone else controlled her instagram and now she controlled it and that's why it got so weird yeah and then she started reading her comments and it probably fucking got to her Wow. I, I don't know. That's my guess because that she just sense. deleted it. But I wouldn't be surprised if that that was the case because then she started posting things like, well, you can kiss my ass and like all these haters. And it's like, yeah, that's what Instagram is. It's, it's like full it's of been hate. that way for a while, girl. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. Everybody and, else just has become desensitized to it. You just haven't had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure with uh, the proposal thing, too. There were a ton of people and just comments that I saw all over the place that were just like, oh, yeah, like we all know what he's in it for. I'm like, he's been around for a while. But yeah, I know. Also makes sense. Yeah. Well, did you see what Octavia Spencer yes. <laughs> Octavia Spencer said what we're all thinking? He acknowledged it, though. What did he say? He came back. He said he's like, yeah, I know we do. We need like an iron ironclad prenup because uh, if she ever leaves me, I've really got to protect my Jeep and like my shoe collection or something like that. So he like I think he's self-aware enough to be like, yeah, dude, like it would make sense regardless because she's Britney Spears. It's going to happen. But like, I don't think he's that bad of a guy. And I also think it's a bigger insult to her than him, honestly, because it's like they're saying you're only marrying her for her money, which is like mean to her. And um, he probably is like, well, I don't want people to think I'm marrying her for her money and obviously he doesn't want her to think that yeah even if he is <laughs> yeah he's like i'll never leave you because then i won't get any money yeah, he's like i'm not i can't leave you i've got a pretty cushy gig going on here like this is fine i i hope i have to sign a prenup someday i hope some guy has to sign a prenup i was know? gonna say i was i gotta start writing all my books because i would love to make ryan sign a prenup again wouldn't really matter but i'm not really anticipating anything going wrong but it would be amazing to be like oh this book money not yours sorry exactly that's like a such a boss bitch thing like yeah. can you sign here i just want a gif on my prenup of just like shooing him away it you do kind of have the upper hand when you're uh giving the prenup or signing it. yes it's like yeah i'm worth more than you you were expecting this right yeah. you saw this coming if it's family money you're like it's a little less it's it's yeah a, you're i like, feel like you have less power in it because you're like well, it's my dad's. Yeah, if we get a divorce, my dad says you can't have any of his money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My dad's going to be really pissed if you don't give me sons, so you get less money if you, we don't have sons. <laughs> dad, what does this say here? <laughs> Basically. Um, That's so sad. I didn't know she deleted it. I don't know. What I mean, maybe do. she's going to reactivate. I feel like people are like, celebrities, like, I'm taking a break from Instagram, and then 
two weeks later, they're like, whew, really found myself in my ayahuasca trip and I'm back on Instagram to show my pussy. Um, I feel like I should delete Instagram. I've been on it entirely too much lately for absolutely no reason. So I should, I should be that person. I would love to delete my Instagram. If I delete it, if I didn't have Instagram, I wouldn't be feeling rejected right now. True. <laughs> what have you been looking at? I don't even know. I look at Britney Spears pictures from 2002 and then I get depressed because then they start showing me pictures from like 2007, 8. I'm like, no, no, that's not the good times. And then there's an Instagram account that compares what Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera were doing on the same day on any given year. There's an Instagram? Yes. What's it called? I don't know. It ju- I just scroll through and it pops up. I'll find it. Um, but that's a favorite because you can kind of see they've just kind of ebbed and flowed like Christina Aguilera got skinny and was doing the Back to Basics tour. Britney had had a baby and was kind of going downhill. This was like 2006. And then 2008 or 9, Britney Spears was doing like the circus tour and things were going very well. Christina Aguilera had gained a little bit of weight and started looking like a drag queen. And it just kind of goes like that the whole time. There's only one or two times when they're kind of even keeled and that's around 2002 or 2003. I wonder if they had the same manager and he was just like pulling puppet strings like how Kris Jenner is like, okay, Kim and Connie not doing so hot. Travis, Courtney, get in there. Basically, yeah. I won't be surprised. You know, it's like you have your other clients like make a drastic change for the better as your other client is like fucking up. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. How else would it work? Well, that's like that kid Leroy or whatever. Kid Leroy or whatever. He is like famous because of Miley and Justin Bieber. He like would, did tracks with them mm-hmm. and now he's like famous. But I'm like, I can't name him one name one song he does on his own. No. And uh, I'm like, wow, music, it's cool that you can really an industry can build you. Because you just have to get on tracks with famous people. Whereas like with comedy, like, yeah, you could do videos with them. But like, it's not like someone can join your stand up act and like tag a joke or whatever. So it's like, yeah, you don't really want to be a duo unless you are a duo. Exactly. It's just interesting how music can like literally the industry can pop someone up because all songs kind of sound the fucking same anyway. Yeah, they do now. And you the way they auto tune it and you're like, oh, is that what you sound like? So it's interesting, the Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears thing, because it's like, it's all industry, like, I feel like controlling. Oh, totally. The only time that they were both going to be on top was right at the beginning of their careers. And it just, there's no way in hell, like the logistics were never going to work out that they were both going to be super popular or looking great or whatever at the same time. They both did very similar things. Like Christina did the voice. Britney did the X Factor. Like they did their hosting gigs. Christina is touring now. Britney did her Vegas residency or was touring, did her Vegas residency. Like they've done all the stuff. It's just never aligned. And I think that's because it can't. Yeah. The world can't handle it. I can't (laughs) handle it. Yeah. The world's like, we can't have two blondes who are sexy doing the same thing. People are going to get confused. It's like, uh, Christina Aguilera has a pretty big following. Britney has. No, no, no. You don't understand. People in Kansas aren't going to know the difference. They won't know. I feel like that all the time with, uh, People will be like, you're like Amy Schumer. You're exactly like Amy Schumer. And I'm like, okay, but then you're going to tell me like Nate Bergazzi and Tom Segura, who are different, Mm -hmm. but they both just like lost a bunch of weight and they put out specials at the same time wearing the exact same bomber jacket. I was going to say black bomber jackets. Yes, exactly. And they were talking about milk. Mm -hmm. Both of them were talking about their wives and their kids and milk. But for some reason, no one confuses them because Nate Bergazzi lives in Tennessee. You know, uh, of course. Well, he's a white dad. And he's 
a southern white dad you know and it's like they're completely different yeah but it's like you're a blonde female and you mention that you have fingers and they're like that's sexual that could be hannah or eliza or uh, we're really not sure we just don't know when i first started i auditioned at the laugh factory and the woman goes yeah i don't think you're ready i was like a year in so it was fair she's like i don't think you're ready to be a performer here but you know you remind me a lot of eliza schlesinger or whitney cummings or um, Nikki Glaser. I'm like, those are three very different comedians. Yes. <laughs> it was like flattering. I was like, oh, you think I'll be successful? But it was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> I remind you of all of them in my three minute audition. It's like, Jesus Christ, I must have been giving you like major bipolar vibes. But OK, cool. Yeah. I was like, I guess I am wearing wedge sneakers. I guess that's Eliza. Yeah. <laughs> Whitney Cummings. I'm like, said I was college educated. And Nikki, I'm talking about my pussy. But it's like th- none of those <laughs> g- women have the same. We act. just Frankenstein this all together. You know, you like go to the bathroom sitting down. Like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, so annoying. Anyway. Um, well, do you have a crazy bitch of the week? Anything you want to dish? Any good goss? Um, I had somebody who agreed to meet a match recently and then she went on vacation as she is wont to do and uh, it was only like eight days I think and in that eight days he met and went on four dates with someone so came back he's like yeah actually I'm not gonna be able to meet her I'm like you know what Dan this would have been a really nice thing to have told me before I was ready to give you her phone number like maybe after date two, be like, hey, I'm hitting it off with this girl. Like, don't connect me with this match of yours. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Still a little unfortunate, but we're only halfway there. I got blonde girl on him because he was doing the douchebag thing because they all do this where he was just responding. He's like, ha, didn't know I was supposed to put my life on hold. Wait, so you set him up with a girl and she went on vacation. How long was she on vacation for? Like a week. And she said, she's like, hey, I really do want to meet him, but I don't want to try to text him while I'm on vacation. Can you just connect us when I'm back? I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And I told him, I'm like, hey, she's going to be on vacation. She doesn't want to try to keep in touch while she's doing that because that'll be annoying for the both of you to just have inconsistent communication. He's like, no, I totally get it. That's fine. Like, you can give me her number when she gets back. I'm like, good. Everyone's on the same page. And then somehow in eight days, he went on four dates, which no one does. No one does that. You're going on a date every two days with the same girl? Come on. Oh, no one does that, Skylar? No. I spent a weekend with a guy, okay? We <laughs> no spent, one does that. He extended his trip. You know what that's a sign of? A psychopath. So yeah, they do. They People do do that. And they're called psychopaths. And they need to be locked up. So you save this woman some time. I might have saved her her life. But maybe he did meet someone. No, I don't doubt that he met someone. It's just like... If you're going on even date three and you're like, this is going well, I really want date four to happen... Email me and be like, hey, I met somebody. I don't actually want to meet this girl at all. Or can we just hold off? Because then I can at least lie to a client and be like, hey, he actually ended up going on an impromptu vacation too. Might be a little bit more of a delay here. Like, do you mind waiting? I know how to make it so that both people don't look like assholes. But when we have all this set up and I email him, I'm like, hey, are you still down to receive her number? Yep. Cool. Are you still down to give him your number? Yep. Great. And then I do all that and then he comes back with it. So she started texting him and then he? No, I like I gave her, him her number to be like, hey, you can start texting her now. Start making date plans. He's like, ooh, actually. I'm like, what the, what, what the fuck? You know what it is? Guys love options. Yeah. Oh, that was all it was. Like He's like, well, yeah, it's going really well. If but the it's fourth only- date didn't go well, then he already had something else teed up. It completely makes sense. Yeah, I feel like guys don't like to shut doors because they're like, who knows? I might 
get lonely or might oh yeah I might this girl might reject me and I'm gonna need something to make like to boost my ego in two weeks that's exactly what it was but like my problem is that you've put me in a very bad spot because the problem is when he does this he's off the hook essentially like it's annoying but she doesn't have his number so she can't bother him about anything do you know who they're bothering when shit like this happens me I'm getting the 8.30 p.m. text. Well, I'm getting the Saturday text. That's why people have matchmakers. So yeah. that they, Because I'll tell you what. If someone matched me with this guy who didn't respond about Cancun, I would love that. I bitched you. Oh, I just, yeah. I just bitched, bitched you for half an hour. And you're not even the fucking matchmaker. Yeah. You didn't even pay for that. So they can be as crazy as they want because they're fucking paying you to yeah, be crazy. It's the person to blame. I am the person to blame. And I know that. But that's also the part where it's just like half this shit isn't my fault. And you're welcome to have an in-between, but that's what it is. Like, you're all messing it up. You're all doing it very wrong. Prime example is this guy who's just not fucking responding. All he had to do was say yes or a no, he would have fixed it. This dude, all he had to do was tell me after date two, hey, actually, I met somebody. I don't think I'm really going to be able to meet your girl quite yet. I'm a great liar. I could have saved everyone. Because then, if this fourth date girl came back and didn't want to see him, guess what? You do have somebody in your back pocket, even if you don't really want to see her that badly. Now, fourth date girl probably will reject you from for some reason, because I'm sure she's 26, and will just use the excuse like, mm, actually, I'm really just, just trying to get to know myself right now. And then she's going to find somebody else on Bumble in two weeks that's 6'2 and a little bit more jacked than you are. And you're going to be alone. And we are clearly not going to be emailing anymore because I'm annoyed with you and you think I'm a bitch. So what are you going to do? Yeah. And I, I guess it's not even just men love options. People love options. People. Oh, it's not just men. It's everybody loves options because it's it all comes back to the ego. As long as you have options, you don't have to feel bad about yourself. You know, what's funny is like after this weekend of doing the VMAs, I felt like I looked really good. Like I yeah, did. Put you did. A lot of, thank you, you looked very good. I, I put a lot. of. I got a fucking spray tan. Yep. <laughs> Which Skylar was like, wow, you little bitch like you didn't burn your skin like a real woman exactly um but I I did feel really good and I had a lot of people like I had a lot of friends that I haven't spoken to in a while text me and be like out of the blue like wow you looked amazing like you look really good right now so I was like (laughs) having all that confidence like this guy rejecting me was like yeah well I know I look fucking good right now so fuck this guy you know yeah it definitely like softened the blow so it's kind of that I that thing of like yeah. if people if you have a bunch of options it makes one rejection way less. Yeah. But I'm, I think that comes at it from a much healthier perspective though. I think when you're confident and you're like, well, like this guy kind of sucked, but I know I can get someone else. It's different than needing to have people lined up waiting for you. No, no, totally, totally. I mean, it's a different it's definitely a different situation, yeah. but I do feel like you know, I guess Um, You don't have all your eggs in one basket. You're like, okay, well, that sucked, but I know I can go talk to someone else. I know I look great. Like, I know I'm a viable candidate for other people and vice versa rather than just like, I don't want to be alone. Like, I don't want to be alone with my thoughts and my feelings, so I better have somebody else to talk to real soon. Yeah, yeah, I guess that is different because it's like they're like they can't be alone. So they're like, well, I don't want to lose this option because like what if and actually that shows they have no confidence. Yeah, exactly. But never mind. This doesn't actually parallel. No, but- I think they parallel. It's just coming at it from a very healthy place and coming at it from a really, really bad, unhealthy place where like you've done the work on yourself and you know what you bring to the table. So you're like, OK, well, that fucking sucks. But also, fuck you. 
to I have no idea what I bring to the table and I'm assuming it's nothing so somebody else better come and validate me real fucking quick yeah like I don't know if this girl's gonna like me enough to keep this going because like maybe I'm not that great so I might need this other girl to yeah make me feel better and validate me it's really shitty yeah so that's why I think with matchmaking services you're I mean I know you're leaving the biz but I do think it's hard to be a matchmaker because you're dealing with people who like need need to have a middleman mm-hmm. to bitch to and they just don't like have enough confidence to be like or maybe they do and they're busy. But like I imagine like you've said, it's a lot of people who are like, I need to bitch to someone and I can't by having a matchmaker. It's like you don't have to like change your mindset. You can just bitch and be like, what the fuck? Well, because it's like you didn't choose that person necessarily. You mm-hmm. chose the qualities, but I chose the person. So it's your fault. So it's my fault. And truly, in dating, everyone wants to blame someone else instead of looking at themselves. Yeah. So, hello. Yeah. You're just too nice, Skylar. You're too... But I'm there. That's it. I'm just around. And they're like, well, I had a shitty day and I got rejected. I know who I'm texting at 9.30 at night and she better fucking respond. It's so funny. I'll text... Whenever I text you about a rejection or like... I guess I don't do it that much that recently because I haven't been going out with anyone. Just wait, Skylar. I'm back on Bumble. You're about to get some fucking text. You thought you left the biz? Welcome back. I'm back, baby. <clears throat> I'll text Skylar. I'm like, God fucking damn it. And then I'm like, wow, this is like, I'm a client without paying. See, for some reason, though, when it's just friends, I don't mind it because that's what I expect. Like, if and you text, I guess we're not blaming you. No, you're not blaming me. You're just like, oh, this fucking sucks. I'm like, I agree. Here's my advice. It's not hey, can you talk right now? And again, if that's my friends, I'm like, yes, I can because we're friends and I would like to do that for you. And I'm not working. Whereas if I've been working all day and then the person that I'm working for wants to talk to me outside of working hours, I'm like, no, you had your chance. Yeah, like I'm not your fucking friend, babe. No. That's like this guy DMing me. I'm not your fucking friend, dude. No. If you're listening to this, I doubt you made it this far. <laughs> yeah, you, t- you turned this off a while ago. <laughs> he was like this fucking bitch. These uh, fucking assholes. Um, you know, know your fucking place. Yes. Anyway, this this has been fun. It's been um, fun. You guys, please leave. I don't. It's always so after I do after we do an episode, I'm like, can you leave a review on iTunes? And I'm like, well, if they hated it, then I guess they wouldn't make it this far. So no. if you liked it. Uh, please leave an Apple review. I know it's fucking annoying and I know it's, I know it's annoying, but you know what? People look at that shit. They're like, how many, cause that's how they like look at viewers. Yeah. That's how we determine if we want to wake up in the morning. So think of it that way. And then that's also how we could conceivably get paid and, or start doing sweepstakes or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll start doing merch sweepstakes. Yes. Cause I that's did make what merch. people want. Yeah, exactly. You can win five minutes with Miley. Pure, unadulter- unadulterated playtime with a puppy. I'm going to start an only, an only, what's a, fe- only felines. No, that's only a fins, but o- that's also only do- fins. That's only, we'll workshop that. Yeah, we'll workshop. Only f- fluff. fluffies. Fluff. No, that's not going to work. Nothing sounds good. You know what? Okay. Anyway, so please leave a review. Um, thanks again for listening. If you're rejected out there, just remember you're not alone. I also got rejected this week. Um, that's all I have to say.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.